This podcast is brought to you by sarahraven.com, which is home to everything you need for a truly beautiful and productive garden. You'll also find great and essential gardening kit and stylish, lovely things to have in your house to bring the outside indoors, all inspired by the garden and the house being tied together. There's also plenty of garden inspiration, how-to videos and specialist growing guides. So head over to sarahraven.com today to discover even more. Welcome to Grow Cookie to Range, the podcast of me, Sarah Raven, joined today by Josie Lewis, our head gardener. And we are going to take you through the jobs in the garden for the month of March. And I'm going to kick off with the edible crops. Well, in general, March is one of the busiest months in the garden, of course. And it's time to get out of your armchair or your sofa and away from the fire and crack on out there in the garden. There is so much to do. And you can tell that because as soon as the weeds start germinating in all your little pockets and areas of bare earth, you know that the the growing season has started. And with that, uh, we all need to get out there into the garden. So we are doing masses and masses of sowing at this time of year. So we're sowing the fruiting half-hardy veg, tomatoes at the beginning of the month, if not done last month, chilies, aubergines, you know, again, if not done. I mean, I tend to try and do them between Valentine's Day and the 1st of March, but if not, they need urgently doing now. If I have done them, about three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, then I will prick out my tomatoes and bury them deeply as you take one seedling out. You can actually bury them right down to the seed leaves, uh, which is much deeper than most seedlings, and they benefit from that, and they will grow stronger, bigger, and so more productive plants. And then uh, once I've got all those done, I move on to sowing the bigger seeds, because of course bigger seeds have a bigger surface area, more starch in them, and so they can grow more quickly. And courgettes and cucumbers um, are big seeds and they will grow a little bit quicker than the fruiting varieties of tomatoes, chilies and aubergines. And then once they germinate, they grow really quickly because they've got massive leaves. So you can leave those a little bit later, but in March is a good time, mid-March or so. And hardy annual veg, so leeks, coriander, dill, peas, beetroot and the second sowing of salad leaves. So I said in January we did our first sowing of salad leaves into gutters. Well, it's time to do another lot now. And those are the ones that don't take quite such cold weather. And so I move on to the sort of pak choys, comet sooners. Still, you know, the salad rockets, but also I'd sow what I sow wild rocket now. Um, the red mitsuna called red knight. All those are fabulous for sowing now. Broad beans can be sown direct. They don't even need to go into root trainers. The soil is perfectly warm and damp enough for them to germinate quickly. And I always tend to sow five or six seed at the end of a row. And that's because if I get any naughty jay coming along and nicking my broad bean seeds, I've got some spares to fill in any gaps. So I sow a row in a zigzag and then put a nice little clutch at the end. Um, it's a good time to sow edible perennials like globe artichokes. And even to lift and divide them to uh, towards the end of the month, you can just take an offset from a mature globe artichoke plant and pot it on into its own pot, till it, a good two-litre pot until the roots have filled it and then plant it out. Also, you can plant asparagus now. And early potatoes can go out into the garden, so hopefully chitted from January onwards so they can go into the garden. 
If you're really keen to get going with more things early, cover an area of soil with a sheet of fleece or even some spare plastic, but it needs to be a clear tarpaulin or whatever to warm it up and dry it out. And then you can start at the end of the month direct sowing carrots, parsnips and radish, so the hardy annual root vegetables. And finally, now is the last moment to finish pruning and planting fruit trees and bushes. You know, it's getting late towards the end of the month. So make that a priority if you haven't already done that in January and February. So quite a list, I'm afraid, but it's mainly so, 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 and more (laughs) so, so, so. Over to you, Josie. Okay. So yeah, I'm sure everybody's itching to get sewing by this time in March, beginning of March. But just just try and hold off a bit. You're not going to gain anything and you're going to have leggy plants that you're going to have to look after until the frosts have passed for your half hardy annuals. So wait wait until the middle of uh, March to get sowing. For things like cosmos and zinnias that germinate and grow so quickly, we tend to sow towards the end of March uh, because they'll they'll be up and out you know so quickly and then they're not checked. You're not trying to hold them back all the time because the weather isn't right for them. Um, so, yeah, do hold off till the end of the month for Cosmos and Zinnias. Uh, the light levels are, are improving now in March and the, the nights are less cold. So, you know, it, it's more conducive to these plants germinating and forming good seedlings. So for uh, dahlias, now we can start to get going with our dahlia tubers. Hopefully our orders have come in or if you've got some overwintered ones then it's time to get them into pots. Uh, so just choose a pot that's just the, the right sort of size for the tubers to fit into and fill around with compost. Just have the dahlias, the, the, uh, where the stem joins the tubers, just have that slightly proud of the compost level so you can see if, if the, the plant is healthy, you can see if it's sprouting. If it's all under the compost, you can't see what's going on. You could be waiting a long time and you don't get 100% growing this so there can be problems with one or two out of a batch uh, so yes do get those starting uh, and other other summer flowering bulbs like gladioli lilies freesias lilies yes you can plant you know either autumn or now things like gladioli you can sort of manipulate slightly so just think that they take uh, approximately three months from planting to flowering so if you want them for a specific date or you want them to flower alongside something else, then count back three months and then uh, plant them from that. So, you know, you can go from end of Feb to April or whatever. The the other thing we'll be doing now is taking chrysanth cuttings. They tend to, to grow better from cuttings taken each spring. So we tend to, uh, if we've dug them up or if we've had them in the glass house, we'll take cuttings now. So just to go because there are the these shoots will only be a couple of inches high so take that that shoot very close to soil level uh, and just pop it into a pot of compost and uh, off they go a lot of people do recommend using rooting hormones for chrysanth cuttings uh, we don't tend to here but just just do whatever works best for you the other thing we're doing now is uh, still coming to the end of planting bare root roses. Uh, but if, if it's been a really harsh, cold winter, then you obviously go into March. They'll, the suppliers will stop sending 
uh, Beirut roses out towards the end of March. So this is the last chance to to plant them. Beiruts are obviously cheaper and a good way to to get these lovely plants into your garden. Uh, and the same with uh, herbaceous perennials. You know, plant those now, and you know also get beirut perennials. You know, they're they're obviously going to be more expensive potted up. That you know also buy bear, look out for beirut ones, things like delphiniums um, and peonies and any of those things. Uh, can go into the ground now. And uh, sweet peas that you've been growing over winter, they might be getting a bit leggy. It's nearly time for them to go out. So if the weather's fine during March, plant them outside. But, you know, keep an eye out. If it's going to be really frosty, cover them with fleece. Uh, but they'll be quite quite happy uh, out in the garden. Uh, and pinch them out if they're getting leggy. And we're moving on masses of other seedlings as well, or anything that we've sown earlier in the year need to be pricked out. Uh, yeah, that's mostly it. And of course, if you haven't pruned your hydrangeas by now, it's time to do the hydrangeas because their little buds will be bursting into life anytime soon. So uh, it's time to get the flower heads off. Including Petularis. You can you can prune that till the end of March, can't you, Josie, I think? Uh, yes. Yeah. We tend to let ours ramble about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's such a wonderful thing for a north wall. So quite quite a list for March, everyone, I'm afraid. Quite quite a lot to do. So get your mates round, blitz your garden, have a good time. And just to find other tiny additions are, of course, for wildlife, continue to provide birds with food and fresh water. It might feel like it's sort of thawing from our point of view. But of course, this is the hungriest month in the garden because all the berries and the hips even have been eaten from the previous season and nothing is yet growing to, to or not much is yet growing um, for them to eat um, to make up for that. And also it's the last moment that you can harvest things like hazel or birch before the sap rises and really first week or two of March is the time to do that. But then you can move on and build all those wonderful structures, your arches and, and teepees and frames in the cutting garden and the veg garden and in the ornamental borders. We have sweet peas in the ornamental borders here growing up, lovely silver birch teepees. So quite a lot to do, guys. But there we are. Gardening is good for you. Gardening is fun. Gardening is positive and it helps the world. So let's all do more gardening. Thank you, Josie. Okay, pleasure. If you've enjoyed this episode of Grow, Cook, Eat, Arrange, I'd really love it if you reviewed, rated and subscribed on wherever you listen to your podcasts. It'll help new listeners to know that we're here and enable us to keep getting the very best and most interesting guests week after week. 